If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Sexual Sounds, and I am, if you don't know by now, the author of His Perfect One. It's available for your reading pleasure digitally, or if you'd like your own personal copy, just hit me up, let me know, and I'll send one sign just for you. You can see it on Amazon, you can get it on iTunes, and if you're listening to me right now, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, I am wherever your listening ears are attuned. Tonight is part two, not the conclusion, because there will be a third, but it's part two about indecent proposals. If you weren't with us last week, um, I introduced a proposition based on a movie that happened in 1993. This movie basically centered around a young, rich, well, he wasn't young. He was a young couple, but the guy was rich. He filthy rich, ridiculously rich, like Christian Grey rich. And uh, he was in Vegas at the same time that this young couple was in Vegas. They were having their own issues about um, having money. And things started to look kind of downward for them. And they were um, contemplating what they were going to do because they had taken their last $5,000 at Vegas hoping they could win big and then possibly dig themselves out of a hole when in fact as everyone knows when you go to Vegas you dig yourself into an even deeper hole so what these two folks did they lost the money and in losing the money they are finding themselves at like up a shit's creek without an oar Hell, the boat's leaking, and they're starting to sink. Along comes this character. His name is John Gabe, and he propositions them with an offer. He finds the wife very attractive, and he offers $1 million for one night with her. That's not even 24 hours. Not a full 24 hours, anyway, because she did come back the next day. Um, She came back how she left, and... The situation just became toxic for them. He couldn't forget the night. She tried. He wouldn't let her. He started asking questions. He didn't like the answers. And they eventually split. Toward the end, you're led to believe that they get back together. But no one fully really knows. So that got me to thinking. 
aside from the fact that a young man that I follow on Instagram propositioned a question as well to the ladies. If you were offered $8.2 million, would you let five dudes run a train on you? Now, myself, just me, I wanted to pick the five. It didn't dawn on me some of the answers that I thought about or some of the questions that I had later. You know, um, he didn't even really say it out loud. I guess he just kind of wanted the off-the-hip reaction, you know, what would be your honest and most open, you know, true reaction to that question you know so I took it a step further I took away the point and I made it 82 million because I wanted to see if the amount of money would increase the positive answers of yes or negative answers of no and what you'd have on either side of that question so in asking that question you don't get to ask any questions meaning if you're a female and this question is posed to you, would you let five guys run a train on you for $82 million? It's either yes or no. You don't get to pick the five. You don't get to see history. You don't get to ask questions about what they get to do to you. They get to have their way. As is, you just get fucked for $82 million. And if you're a dude, same goes for you. Only it's five women uh, who get to do whatever they want to you. Your body, it belongs to them for that specified amount of time and nobody knows what that is but what I found was in part one last Friday was that a lot of people were convinced that 82 million dollars was worth it and they were not hesitant at all in discussing the fact that this is a lot of money um some of them wanted to know if it was in cash some of them wanted to know if they get some up front some of them wanted it all up front some of them wanted to know um about the situation do they get to pick the guys do they get to pick the women um what do they get to do to me for how long all of these are things that they wanted answers to and when all of those decision making uh consequences were taken away from them the money was the most influential in their determining of an answer 82 million dollars i can relocate i can fix whatever's broken or stretched or doesn't work right anymore when I'm done. Will I really need any of that when I have 82 million? And who cares what people think? I got 82 million. So that's what brought me back to part two tonight. Caring what people think. Now, many of you have been privy to listening to um, myself and my brother DB and my daughter Yaya speak on different topics here on the show. Um, when I posed this question to Yaya, she had one answer, very specifically, and one answer only. Excuse me while I turn this page. She said no. Emphatically, without hesitation, no. Um, she wouldn't want what comes with it as a result which is being ostracized um people looking at her and making her feel bad about the idea of doing it or that you would even consider it and um she brought up specifically that there was one friend of hers who looked at her in a way that kind of held her in a high regard 
me and she looked at her as, you know, as though Yaya could do no wrong, you know. And she said she liked the idea of this young lady having that idea about her, even though she did tell her freely, listen, I'm not all straight arrows and straight lines and dot of eyes and cross T's, you know. I am not perfect. I am not, you know, this angel sent with a halo and wings. You know, she had her flaws, and she told this young lady this, but I guess the idea that Yaya is as nice as she is or as polite or as um, learned and she has specific values and things of that nature, this young lady found that, you know, appealing and interesting, and, you know, she was happy to call Yaya a friend. And I think in Yaya's mind, doing something like this that maybe someone would know about or maybe someone wouldn't even know about. Yaya would know and that's enough. And Yaya was like, I don't even want that being something that I have to keep a secret or that, you know, I know about. And even if I had this money, she says, after all is said and done, the deed was done, I have the money and I'm helping family members out, they're going to look at me and wonder, when the hell you get this money? And I have to relive that instance of what I'd done to get this money. Every time someone asked that question, every time someone looked at her funny and was like, hmm, you know, what are you doing? If not, what have you done for this money? And I found that there are some people who side with Yaya on this. As I told you last week, there was a young lady who said that, you know, her moral compass isn't whacked enough for her to accept 82 million, even if it is 82 million, for screwing five guys. And then there was another young lady who said she valued herself much more than she did money. And she didn't have too many nice things to say about um, how it would make her feel degraded if she had done that just to receive some money. Um, there weren't too many of Yaya's friends who could side with her. Like I said, most of the young ladies that I knew, older anyway, said yes. And a couple of Yaya's friends who were younger said yes as well. Um, I had several men to tell me no. Some, more than a lot of them, were thrilled at the idea of having five women take advantage of them. But the idea that they were being taken advantage of is what was most alluring to him, I suppose. Uh, DB said no. He actually said that there were too many things that would be going through his mind about, you know, the I guess the negatives. He would have too many of those going through his mind to make an informed decision of yes. He couldn't change his mind from that. Um, my ex also said no. He said, quote, women are the most victimized group on the planet and victims can make for the worst victimizers. You can't trust it. End quote. Um, I could agree with that some level because you start to think about the things that people have done to you and what you would like to do to them because you've been hurt so or as he said in his quote victimized so 
you don't know what you're capable of until you're put in that situation and then how that runs through your mind what can you inflict on that person because someone has done it to you so even in this event where you know 82 million is a great sum of money and those particular people were on the side of no and their wives spoke more of how they would feel not so much not so much what anyone would think even though that was a factor but how they would feel themselves inside knowing they had done this in their minds horrible acts completed it done it for the sake of money got the money and now even though they're able to do great things whether that's give to charity or give back to the community <laughs> or help family the idea of what they've done to get that money weighs so much more heavily on them than the idea of what they've done that they decided you know what it's not even worth it i'm not gonna do it why would i put myself my body through that just for the sake of money and then i don't even know the ins and outs of it i can't control any of it and i can't make any decisions in my favor as as a result of it so prior say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. To give me an answer, those individuals have thought it out and said, you know what, is it worth it to do these things? And is it worth it to say, yeah, you know, how do I value myself or where do I hold myself in regards to how I feel about me and doing these things for any sum of money, any great deal of money? Um, and there were others who were <laughs> all for it, who did not think twice, um, who said, and I quote, choo-choo, um, for $82 million, I'd gladly take one for the team. Um, my family would be straight. And their idea of thinking was that they're thinking for the long term. You know, this is one instance where this happened. I did that. Okay. Got two million. I might not ever do it again, but I'm set for life. And so that was a determining factor for them. Um, there were several people who said the exact same thing. I thought that was so odd that these two individuals, um, close in age, um, both women, had said, you know what, I'd be cool. You know what, forget what everybody else says, and I don't really care what anybody else says. I did it, so. And that was where they stood. And the idea that they'd be able to take care of family and take care of whatever, whenever, with this great deal of money was far more important or far more reaching and outweighing than the idea that they did that and so what. Um, there was a young lady who said that, you know, it was really all about the money and hell yeah, she would do it. And, you know, her quote was like most of us can be bought and that kind of struck a chord with me the 
idea that for the right sum of money, you can get anyone to do anything you want without question, without fail. They might be hesitant, but ultimately, they do it, whatever it is. And so she had a point, and I want to put a pin in that, and we'll come back to that. But um, there was <laughs> one individual who said, uh, yes, more emphatically, hell yes. And that he put them all and do any and everything as long as he could get up, get back down, and get up again. As long as he knew that the end result would be that he would have money in hand, yeah, he would with it. And then another individual, also male, said, you know, many have gotten trains run on them for free. Generational wealth is what you'll have. And if you play your cards right, you know, you could be set for life. What's the difference in what folks do for work? And that was another thing that struck a chord with me because, you know, that's true. Uh, Women and men as well take to the stage, learn new tricks and new dance routines and how they can make themselves more interesting for the entertainment scene so that they can have fellas who come in with lots of money and make it rain. And then you have men who do the same thing and sometimes theirs extend past the stage and into the VIP room or private dances. What's the difference? They're, they're, the money that they're making is mustard seed compared to this particular question but they do it anyway so that begs the question you know can everybody be bummed what would you do for 82 million or better yet what wouldn't you do and so you know when you come full circle and you've talked about this round and round and round and you go back and forth with you know are your morals out of whack if you say yeah you would are they not just because you would who determines whether or not that that's a good thing or a bad thing and who gets to say and why do we care what they say is it really taboo is it something that everybody else is thinking or wish they'd done so that they could be just as rich and because you ask questions or you have stipulations or certain circumstances or consequences regarding whether or not you will or won't does discussing it make you any more or less whacked like having this discussion right now about whether or not scoring five dudes for 82 million is a thing that you could think about doing and not give a second thought to do it get the money and done would it be something that crossed your mind later would it be something that always cross your mind at some given point when you go to the bank or you make a big purchase or you save family member from imminent eviction you can come out and rescue today is that something that will always weigh heavily on your mind when you reach into your pocket to give someone who needed it money or someone on the street who will work for food or wants to just take something home to family when you go out and you make the big purchase and you're flashing the car or the clothes or the bling, the ice, whatever you want to call it, do you have second thoughts? Do you have second, third, and fourth, and fifth thoughts? 
And like I said, who gets to decide that these things are wrong? Just because it's not something that they would do doesn't mean that it can't be done or it shouldn't be done or you shouldn't do it. And I've always told Yaya whenever she's making a decision, you know, if you have to ask a question, then you probably shouldn't. Meaning, you have something innate within you called a conscience that tells you really, literally, right from wrong. Are you listening? Do you care what your own conscience has to say? And it's not just your conscience. Your conscience is influenced by how you were raised, how you grew up, watching other people and the real world and saying, you know, is this something that you could really see yourself doing? And would that be okay with you? Better yet, would you allow your child or your best friend to make a decision that you felt so negatively or strongly about. When I was speaking to Yaya and she posed this question to her friends, well, you know, the guys were, one particular guy in general, actually, was like, yeah. And, um, you know, if, if, if he was sharing, if he and the girlfriend was sharing. He'd be ready for whatever. So his idea was, you know, if if it was his girl, say girlfriend, who got this proposition, you know, he wouldn't mind, you know, she going out, doing a deed, getting the money, because he get to participate in, in spending it. And then, of course, you know, he was all for being taken advantage of himself. But then again, he is 23. And then you have a couple of uh, Yaya's friends who are her age or maybe one or two above or below. And one said yes emphatically because she'd have all that money. And no one who said no better ask her for any of it. Then you have the 21-year-old who said no, and she's satisfied with where she is. Period. Poop. Ain't no change in her mind. She's 21. So you have a wide range of men, women, in different age groups who emphatically yes, who emphatically no, who have questions. They want to be able to change some things and make some decisions. Uh, one particular woman, uh, same age as myself, found it very um, disconcerting. She didn't like the idea of being uh, running a train on. She wanted me to change that word from train to group sex. That was just about as bad as she would let it get. This ain't what eclectically sexual sounds is about. We're going to call it what it is, people. It's being run a train on. And if you know what a train is, then you know it has every meaning that it's supposed to have when you say the word itself. Group sex takes something out of it. Origin takes something out of it. You know what you mean. You know what I mean when I say train. Because those 26, 27, 28-year-olds knew what I meant. And they said, choo-choo, hop on this caboose. That is the gist of what 
this particular session was about. This episode wanted to touch bases with those who were dead set against and had uh, immense emotions where it involved how making that decision to do something in their eyes so negative would weigh on them heavily even after long after it's done because reaping the benefits of said activity always played a part or always was in the forefront of their mind whereas there were some that could probably push it back down and underneath a whole bunch of other things that far outweigh what they deem to be important or significant and that's just the difference between the different age groups how to raise the sex of the person whether or not they've got ongoing or past history that involve the act itself in a negative light some of those things are <laughs> pre-existing conditions that have to be considered when you ask that question and then think about what that person's answer might be so some people aren't always willing some people aren't always ready and some aren't always able that is the end of this program I do want to say that there will be a part three and I decided on this just this night about two or three hours ago when I was listening to an avid listener who said and I quote what's the least amount you would take for an indecent proposal indecent proposal such as this one and maybe not a train but what's like the least amount you would say okay look I don't do this for less than bomb or give me this and I whatever think about that and I will see you next Friday promptly at 9.15 evening lovelies Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.